This is another reading of a Mercola.com article. These articles vanish after 48 hours and then go on his Substack website, which is a paid uh, website. This one's entitled The Scientific Misconduct Story Behind Ivermectin. It's dated January 26, 2022. It's off copyright. Story at a glance. In mid-February 2021, Dr. Andrew Hill at Liverpool University published a scientific meta-analysis of six randomized controlled trials involving the use of ivermectin. The review, funded by the World Health Organization and the UNITAID, found the drug increased viral clearance and reduced COVID-19 deaths by 75%. Yet the conclusion of the paper was dismissive. In early April 2021, Hill was accused of scientific misconduct by the French civic group Association Bon Sense. Bon Sense claimed Hill manipulated data to downplay the usefulness of ivermectin. Hill admitted that the study's sponsor had crafted the conclusion. In early August 2021, Hill published a public notice stating one of the six studies included in his analysis had been withdrawn due to fraudulent data. A revised analysis excluding that study was published in November 2021. In the November revision, Hill included 23 randomized clinical trials concluding ivermectin had no statistically significant effect on survival or hospitalizations. Other meta-analyses of 13 to 24 studies have found reductions in death ranging from 62% to 91%. Recent research has also found a five-day course of ivermectin at a dose of 12 milligrams per day sped up viral clearance, reducing the duration of symptomatic illness by three days compared to placebo. That was 9.7 days versus 12.7 days. In mid-February 2021, Dr. Andrew Hill at Liverpool University published a scientific meta-analysis of six randomized control studies involving the use of ivermectin in 1,200 COVID-19 patients. The, patient was in, or the paper was initially posted on a preprint server. That review, which was funded by the World Health Organization and UNITAID, found that ivermectin increased viral clearance and reduced COVID-19 deaths by 75%. This is a massive benefit, yet the conclusion of the paper was dismissive, saying additional large clinical trials were needed to make a determination about whether or not to recommend its use. The next section is entitled, Hill Accused of Scientific Misconduct. In early April 2021, Hill and his co-authors were accused of scientific misconduct by a French civic group called the Association Bon Sense. The trial site news video report from April 5th above reviews the details of this story. Bon Sense, labeled by some a, quote, controversial group, based its anti-mask mandate stance, accused based on its anti-mask mandate stance, accused Hill of data manipulation to downplay the usefulness of ivermectin. According to Bon Sense, Hill's analysis was then used by the World Health Organization to recommend against ivermectin, even though it appears to have significant benefit. Bon Sense called on Hill to retract the paper, but Hill remained, quote, resolute and stands by the study, unquote, trial site news said. At the time, trial site news claimed to have been in conversation with, quote, relevant and associated parties, unquote, some of whom have asked to remain anonymous, who say Hill's study was in fact modified 
but that this was done, quote, separate and apart from the investigator, unquote, and says that Hill had no say in the matter. However, since then, one of the six studies Hill included in his analysis had been withdrawn due to fraudulent data. In a public notice dated August 19, 2021, Hill and his co-authors addressed the matter, saying they would submit a, quote, revised version excluding this study, and the currently posted paper will be retracted. A revised and updated meta-analysis was published in November 2021. The updated review includes data from 23 randomized clinical trials with a total of 3,349 patients. Studies with, quote, high risk of bias, unquote, were excluded. In this analysis, Hill found that, quote, ivermectin did not show a statistically significant effect on survival or hospitalizations and had only, quote, borderline significant effect on duration of hospitalization in comparison with standard of care, unquote. No significant effect on clinical recovery time was detected. In conclusion, the paper states that the World Health Organization, quote, recommends the use of ivermectin only inside clinical trials, unquote. Curiously, it also states that, quote, a network of large clinical trials is in progress to validate the results seen to date, unquote. What results might those be? Surely they must be referring to positive results or, or else a network of clinical trials would hardly be justified. The next section is entitled Positive Ivermectin Studies Largely Barred from Publication. December 3rd, 2021, Trial Sites News interviewed Dr. Tess Laurie above about her own ivermectin analysis and that of Hill. She points out that she was concerned when she saw the initial meta-analysis Hill published as the conclusion didn't match the data. The reduction in death was significant, yet the conclusion was dismissive. Laurie contacted Hill, asking him to explain his conclusion to her. He then told her that the conclusion of the paper was not his own. It had been written by his sponsor, the World Health Organization. Lori was shocked, she said, as this struck her as a clear conflict of interest. In the interview, Lori also discusses the general difficulty researches, researchers have had since the beginning in getting papers published that support ivermectin. She admits her own team has downplayed the benefits by using extremely conservative analyses in an effort to get published. Lori says, quote, it seems if you tell it like it is, you're not going to get published because you might be accused of overstating your case. And if you understate it, you're told there's not enough evidence, unquote. The next section is strong evidence for ivermectin. According to Lori, the evidence for ivermectin in the treatment of COVID-19 is strong. In a previous interview, she reviewed a 13-study meta-analysis that found a 68% reduction in deaths. A follow-up review that included 15 studies found a 62-72% to 72% reduction in deaths. A five-day course of ivermectin at a dose of 12 milligrams per day sped up viral clearance, reducing the duration of symptomatic illness by three days compared to placebo, 9.7 days versus 12.7 days. A meta-analysis by Lori and her team published in the July-August 2021 issue of the American Journal of Therapeutics, which included 24 randomized controlled trials with a total of 3,406 participants, reported reduction in death ranging from 79% to 91%. 
A study published February 2021 also reported that a five-day course of ivermectin at a dose of 12, 12 milligrams per day sped up viral clearance, reducing the duration of symptomatic illness by three days compared to placebo, 9.7 days versus 12.7 days. According to Lori, what makes the ivermectin particularly useful in COVID-19 is that it works both in the initial viral phase of the illness where antivirals are required and in the later inflammatory stage when the virus load drops off and anti-inflammatories become necessary. Dr. Surya Kant, a medical doctor in India who has written a white paper on ivermectin, claims the drug reduces the replication of SARS-CoV-2 virus by several thousand times. Kant's paper led several Indian provinces to start using ivermectin both as a prophylactic and as a treatment for COVID-19 in the summer of 2020. The next section is Africa and Japan defy the odds with ivermectin. Japan and Africa has, have also defied the odds with ivermectin. As reported by News Rescue at the end of August 2021, Melinda Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, predicted disaster in the developing world, but so far she's been dead wrong, at least as far as Africa is concerned. Indeed, despite having nearly 1.4 billion people, Africa has maintained one of the lowest COVID caseloads and death rates in the world, accounting for just 44% of the global reported deaths as of May 2021. While media feign confusion, ivermectin may well be the explanation for this phenomenon. A study published at the end of December 2020 found that African countries that participated in the Africa program for onchocerciasis control, APOC, where intense, intensive ivermectin mass campaigns were carried out between 1995 and 2015, had 28% lower COVID-19 mortality and 8% lower infection rates than non-APOC countries that did not participate in the ivermectin campaign. The author said, quote, that a mass public health preventive campaign against COVID-19 may have taken place inadvertently in some African countries with massive community ivermectin use is an attractive hypothesis. Similarly, Japan has seen a massive decline in cases after adopting ivermectin as standard treatment against COVID. Free West Media reported on November 3, 2021, quote, the head of the Tokyo Medical Association appeared on national television in September, urging doctors to use ivermectin, and they listened. A little over a month later, COVID-19 is under control in Japan. Japan had slavishly adhered to all the big pharma prescriptions, including quarantine, contact tracing, masking, social distance, but finally the pandemic had hit them hard after they started aggressive vaccination in May 2021. The results looked good initially, but in mid-July, they started rising again, and on August 6, cases hit a new all-time high and continued to rise. Ivermectin was allowed as a treatment on August 13, and after two weeks, the cases started to come down. In fact, they are now down 99% from the peak. In Japan, doctors can now prescribe it without restrictions, and people can buy it legally from India. The next section is doctors urge acceptance of ivermectin to save lives. In the U.S., the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, FLCCC, has been call calling for widespread adoption of ivermectin, both as a prophylactic and for the treatment of all phases of COVID-19. 
FLCCC president, Dr. Pierre Corey, former professor of medicine at St. Luke's Aurora Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, has testified as to the benefits of ivermectin before a number of COVID-19 panels, including the Senate Committee on Homeless Security and Government Affairs on December 2020, and the National Institutes of Health COVID-19 Treatment Guidelines Panel on January 6, 2021. As noted by the FLCCC, quote, the data shows the ability of the drug ivermectin to prevent COVID-19, to keep those with early symptoms from progressing to the hyperinflammatory phase of the disease, and even to help critically ill patients recover. Dr. Corey testified that ivermectin is effectively a, quote, miracle drug, unquote, against COVID-19 and called upon the government's medical authorities to urgently review the latest data and then issue guidelines for physicians, nurse practitioners, and physician assistants to prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. Numerous clinical studies, including peer-reviewed randomized controlled trials, showed large magnitude benefits of ivermectin in prophylaxis, early treatment, and also in late-stage disease. Taken together, dozens of clinical trials have now emerged from around the world are substantial enough to reliably assess clinical efficacy. A one-page summary of the clinical trial evidence for ivermectin can be downloaded from the FLCCC website. A more comprehensive 31-page review of the trial data has been published in the journal Frontiers of Pharmacology. At the time of this writing, the number of trials involving ivermectin has risen to 71, including 31 randomized controlled trials. A listing of all the ivermectin trials done to date with links to the published studies can be found on c19ivermectin.com. The FLCC's COVID-19 protocol was initially dubbed MATH+, which was an acronym based on the key components of the treatment, but after several tweaks and updates, the prophylaxis and early treatment outpatient treatment protocol is now known as IMASK+, while the hospital treatment has been renamed I-MATH+, due to the addition of ivermectin. The two protocols are available for download on the FLCCC Alliance website in multiple languages. The final paragraph, Mercola entitles, Take Control of Your Healthcare. If COVID-19 were an actual medical crisis and not an excuse for a tyrannical power grab, doctors would have been allowed, indeed encouraged, to work together to find solutions. Their successes would have then been announced everywhere. Without doubt, ivermectin would have featured heavily in such reports as doctors around the world have attested to its benefits. That's not what happened, though, which tells us we're not dealing with a medical crisis that governments actually want to solve. As reported by the FLCCC, its members have, quote, been blocked in attempts to disseminate scientific information about ivermectin on Facebook and other social media, with the FLCCC's pages repeatedly being shut down, unquote. Seasoned researchers like Lori can't get their research published, and the main thing they have in common is that they're reporting positive results using ivermectin and other common remedies. For nearly two years now, doctors and scientists have repeatedly shown we can control the COVID endemic, even with new variants. We can save the vast majority from severe illness and death. Yet, authorities within government, regulatory agencies, and health agencies have refused to listen and insist there's only one way forward. We need novel gene 
transfer injections that direct our cells to churn out the very toxin that makes COVID-19 so problematic. And when those shots are proven failures, the answer, they say, is more boosters. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. The good news is you can choose who you listen to. You can listen to frontline medical experts like the FLCCC and follow their advice. 